What's good, y'all? I am Nyanel. These guys, it's Anna. What it do, Zeke? And it's your boy, No Sleep in the Building. And we're back, the True Indeed Podcast. We Happy lit. Wednesday, y'all. Happy, Happy Wednesday. Day. Happy Wednesday, for sure. Yeah. Wednesday vibes. Hump Big Wednesday vibes. vibes. Where's, there, where's everybody's energy? I'm we good. Feeling? I feel, I'm feeling very, I'm feeling smooth. That's a very good You way. looking smooth. You look so yeah, cute yeah, today. Nah, like, you vibey. Aww, you vibey. Big vibey. <laughs> she on that rich dad, poor dad You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> about to start this book club up. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling right. rich today. The True Indeed Book Club. Yeah. All right, let's get into it, y'all. Word of the day. Sagacious. Having or showing acute mental discernment and keen practical sense. Being shrewd. What else can we find that relates to this word? Hold on real quick. Let's see. Um, Smart. Astute. Clever. I like that word, clever. I like the word a lot, actually. Yeah. It reminds me of sarcastic a little bit. Sarcastic, yeah. yeah, I could get that. But clever. A 50-50 one. It could be good or bad. Finesse. Um, Finessa. Yeah. I know a couple of sagacious people. <laughs> Ooh, I just Dang. like that. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Expectations of adulthood. That's what it is. That's mm. like where we are right now, like staring it in the face. Yeah. I want to go into this. The same way it came on to us, it should just happen. Should just be happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. This one is, this one is definitely. What are we talking about? Life? Yeah. We always, I mean, we always end up talking about life because it's just like we're in it, <laughs> in true, the thick of it. True yeah. indeed. True indeed. No pun intended. <laughs> All pun intended. It is adulthood. Yeah. Um, expectations of adulthood. It's it's so many ways we can get into this. So many things to digest, as it pertains to that, like navigating through friendships and relationships. Okay. Um, you know, we don't as adults. Do you uh do you have a a clear understanding of a friendship and a relationship? But the fact that it's all relationships. Yes. I've been using that since I was younger. It don't matter if we in a relationship. It's our friendship is a relationship. It is an, it's a relationship. <laughs> it, is. Yeah. it requires yeah. such work all the same. We're each other right here, right now. You know? Exactly. I, I've had to, like... Yeah, Facts. I've had to realize, like, how important it is to maintain them, to yes. realize when they no longer serve us, yeah. to realize that this is one-sided or whatever, all these things. Yeah. I had to realize how important it was to actually have friends. Have yes. friends that I thought I didn't need friends at one point. Man, wasn't Jeez. that a thing at a point? <laughs> I don't need nobody. I need y'all and I love y'all so much. So much. I cried. <laughs> you know what? Every you know once a month as women, I, uh, around that time I always end up like texting my friends all these long paragraphs. I do that. One too. of them had to remind me like, yo, you do this every time. <laughs> that's funny. I just love you. I love it when it's yeah. random I just love love because I feel like that's genuine love and like. My, at this point in my life, my friends that are like real close to me, they're family. You know, and they and they probably been around for some time. You know, we yeah. locked in. It's just like you know, I get and up it super happens early. So organic, you know, mm-hmm. man, the way the friendships come about, right? Yep. Yeah, I get up super early. Talk shit to each other. That's how we that's just talk how, shit to each other. That's, 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 how, that's how we. That's how men do. That's how we keep it going. We that's make, that's, that's literally how we, what men we do. Checking each other. That's how I do with men too. You say that's the way that y'all check each other's mental strength. Yeah, for sure. All day long. Dive into that. I know if you're having a bad day already, I'm your friend. What? So I'm saying, so that means you going <laughs> Dig like, a little deeper. Are you going to talk sense. shit to your friend that's having a bad day because you know he's having a bad day? Yes. Yeah, some people do that anyway. Most definitely. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I love you because I'm your friend. That's all love. You, you know, you, you just you trying know to make light of the situation. Always. They know you got them. Always. You got to find the good and the bad. That's just you. Yeah, I'm a very optimistic person, so I'm always like, it's okay. But you talking shit, though. Most definitely. <laughs> but how do your friends receive that? They love my honesty. They know you. My best friend always said that. They know your friends. Know your friends. Yeah, I guess that's a, that's a major point. Too. I have so many different types of, well, I'm not going to say so many, because I only have a couple real friends, mm-hmm. but they're completely different from each other. They mm. keep me balanced out, though, so it's pretty cool. I just, man, I be pouring my heart. I was going to say, like, I get up super early and I be feeling like gratitude in the morning, especially when it's still dark yeah. outside. Let's be, well, you know what? I wake let up me tell them I love up. them. Let me tell you how, let me tell them how much I do. How is it as far as like with COVID and everything? How is it seeing your friends? Are y'all doing? Oh, we Zoom? have dates. Y'all have whole dates. We be having ha- happy hour on FaceTime. Me and my That's friends. Cool. That's lit. My That's dope, right? You got you to gotta get creative with this shit now. Yeah. I like getting money with my friends. You know? Sheesh. Right. Yep. Talk. I like that. I like that. Oh, we just got off in a tandem about love. That's so cute. 
But we gotta be, <laughs> let's dive I mean, a little that deeper. Comes with relationships, it does, man. it does. Navigating through them. Um That's part of showing up for people though. Showing up for people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those dates. Showing up. Absolutely. With your friends. Like you definitely don't want to be the friend that's never there. Bringing their never there and bringing everybody down. <laughs> or like just lagging Dreaming. behind, yeah. yeah. Always asking for something. I always make sure my circle is like we're always uplifting each other. Mm. You know, we're all spread out different states different countries and stuff like that. So we always make sure... See, like, that's another thing, too. We uplift each other, making mm-hmm. sure, you know what I'm saying? Are your real friends close by? Yeah, for sure. I've gotten yeah. in a habit of asking my friends, like, especially when I need to, like, dump something on them, like, trying to be, you know, uh, cognizant of where they are, what's going on with them. Like, hey, you do you have the capacity? Do you do you have... Are you emotionally available to Man. me right now? Because I need to talk. I have to do that with my best friend all the time because she's, no matter what, she'll always be there. But mm-hmm. sometimes I, I caught myself doing it too much. And I'm like, dang, she got a lot going on, too. Like, I got to actually, like, you know, ask her where her head at today. Show some humility. How she feeling today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, wait, Because sure. I can deal you? with it. It's just, like, sometimes you have friends that I help you see, I guess, a different light. But I've been coming to the conclusion that me venting to God is actually helping out even even more. I see you tweet that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because, man. Your friends don't really have... I mean, they can help you, but they technically don't really have the answers, honestly. They don't. They can just comfort you through your situation. Yeah, they give you situation. comfort, but you know the answer deep down, I feel like. We all... I mean, yeah, like like you said, the answer is within, but, you know, sometimes we need that... We need those words of... Yeah, words of reassurance. You know? Confirmation. Yeah. It's definitely all day long. All right, so on the flip side of that, how do you feel about, you know, when it's time to shed layers of friends and these relationships, these some relationships no longer serve you. That's when, how I feel. When I can no longer do that, when I can no longer say, yo, can I talk to you? Can we, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, if you have a strong relationship, a strong friendship, you know, y'all might already know when it's time to talk or know when it's time for those things. But if I can no longer do that, if I can, if you're just, like I got, like let's say, let's say it's a person and they only hit you up for money. But they claim they're your friend. Obviously, that's not your friend. You know what I'm saying? Or uh-uh. they could just really be in need, and they need your help. Now, whether or not you choose to shed that layer, it's up to you. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do that with my friends. <laughs> I mean, I would come through if they needed me, of course, because they like this to me. Like, they like sisters. But we don't really be going through that. I guess it's because they got, they got men. Like, they're going to ask their men. But you don't have <laughs> nobody always asking... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Nah, not, not <laughs> really. I would have. Okay. Skirt, skirt. Okay. Yeah, well, personally, I can say I never really shied away from somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if it really came down to it. Because, Depending on the relationship, I guess. And I just always think, like, how would I want somebody to carry me if, mm-hmm. like, I needed something? And you know what I'm saying? If we weren't that close at the time, you got to know, at least if you know me, that for me to ask you for something yeah. like that. It took a lot. It's going to take me, like, I obviously, like, really need it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which I would just want somebody to respect the same way that I would respect them. Like, I got a policy. If you ask me for bread, like... If you don't give it back, just don't ask for me again. Don't mm-hmm. ask me for it again. Yeah. Like, I'm not I mean, going to give sense. you more than I'm willing to even, like, be okay with not getting back. And if I don't get it back, $50, it's like, okay, like, well, that was the last 50 you'll ever get from me. And it's cool. Like, I'm not even mad at you because you must have needed it mm-hmm. for a reason. That's why you're asking. But you're not going to ask me for, like, $1,000 because if I don't think I'm going to get it back from you, I'm just not going to. Yeah, I throw the extra dollar in and everything for the cash out taxes and all that stuff, you know? Sometimes I, I really, I, those I friends are real that do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, those are, subtle, you 20, I'm those are subtle nuances that I truly fuck I do that, too. I've also realized that not everybody moves like me, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> those are things to learn for sure. Like, everybody not built the same, your heart not the same. You can't expect that from other people, though. You just move being you. I have, I've had a lot of wonderful friendships and relationships in my life but I've had a ton of toxic ones too mm-hmm. and I realized like at this yeah. big grown age I have to say like I think I'm addicted to toxicity mm. I think well, like, I think I have a, a natural addiction to toxicity because I want to I think I could fix everything mm-hmm. or I think I need to heal like I'm, I'm that motherly nurturing you know just inevitably and it's clearly something broken in me too that just wants to 
yeah. help somebody else in their situation, you know, just I facing don't want to be addicted to but, but that shit, that shit attracts toxicity. It does, most definitely. <laughs> so, like, even in simple friendships, it's like, man, these what? are relationships that kind of I never asked to be in this way. Even as a healer, you, I mean, as a healer, you already know that you're going to bring some hurt people. Man. The hurt people going to come. They, they are attracted to that. They are drawn to... <laughs> the energy that you have like, for them true. in that moment. Help me. Help me. Or it's me, true. I want to help you. You it's know, it could be both true. ways. Both ways. Look, I'm I'm letting y'all know it's true. However, I'm getting to the point where I feel like I got to protect my energy. 100%. Like, yeah. 100%. I, I like to carry peace, so I catch a lot of people, even people that aren't close to me. I done had, recently, I done had people in my DMs just like, you know... I just wanna I just wanna know, like, let you know like I'm going through a lot and what you post like really help. But then they start kind of venting and like giving mm. their burdens mm. on me and I'm like, Okay And like, then you're an empath, right? Yeah and I'm the, just like, Lord. I'm like I'm just sucking that up. you, like, you feel me? But it's just like I can't keep engaging and with And they be like, things. Yeah, and then this happened too. And then I do <laughs> I do nails as everybody knows and mm. that's therapy right so you there. Get, but then you also get people. Therapist. So do people, while you're doing nails, are they like dumping their shit on you though? Always. Yeah. So. And I love my clients to death, so I don't want any of my clients to think I'm complaining because I love you. Of course, of course. Them. But mm-hmm. being here, but it's right a now. lot. It's definitely like wait. Honestly though, I remember what, like it's different clientele though. Like it really depends on who it is. Um, back in the day, my clientele was a little different. I noticed in that too as mm-hmm. I grown, my clientele was growing with me, and I used to be at this one salon, and. It was a couple, I guess, like, they were younger. Now, actually, they're older women, too. Like, it'd be older women telling me, like, their marriage problems sometimes. And I'm like, I'm not married. <laughs> I'm just like, why are you asking me? But you just got to. She just wants somebody to talk to. You know, them. like, sometimes people yeah, just need that space. Oh, your energy is something that they need. Like, people be needing your energy. But it, you can't give everybody you energy, it. man, because they can suck you dry. Okay, so how dry. do y'all feel about. Your friendships or relationships, like how you feel about that right now, how could you translate that if you were younger? If I was younger? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hmm. if when you were like middle school, high school. How would you respond to Yeah, how do you like take, that? how do you take, how did you take in that energy? You know what I'm saying? Man, because back then what? you didn't know. Middle thin. school was different. <laughs> you know? I was younger and I just, middle school, I let them, I let my friends influence me too much if okay. we talk, if we taking it there. So that's what your middle school I didn't school even know what a boundary like. was in middle school. Influential. <laughs> what yeah. was that? Yeah. We, we wearing each other clothes and some more shit. Okay. That was middle school. <laughs> I'm going to leave middle What's school where middle school was at. You know, yeah, that's not a me that's worth, not saying worth talking about, but maybe like a high school no. me. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean it like that. I mean it as in like, you know, how did you, like, you know, your friends, let's say you got some high school friends. And y'all keep up with each other. Yeah, one hundred percent. My high school friends, only one of them is mm. truly my best friend now because that group of friends I was hanging out with in high school, like yeah. I was their follower. Mm. And so when Naya discovered her own her own flow, for sure, it didn't work no more. Because for one, I like I didn't like the way y'all move or the way y'all respond to me because I'm not that mm-hmm. person anymore. Yeah. And you want to keep me there? You're not gonna keep. You know, right? I can't. I can't tolerate that. You know. Mm. So you gotta shed them. Them friends. We not on the same I page. I lost no a more. lot of friends. Okay. But I appreciate it. Now, it, it see, me, like, shit be sticking to me. It hurts. And I be, like, and it's if just I like a build-up If I see a person that. that I wonder why we, it's, I think it's, like, do y'all ever feel like you need closure? Yeah, but fuck that now. Not now I mean, anymore. yeah, now it's, like, mm-hmm. it's irrelevant now because it's been so long. But certain friendships, it's, like, I don't know, like. They just drifted apart. Because now some I'm of the adopted. people are really close to me. And I still think about them to this day. And if I was to see still them. Still pray for them. Still yeah, love them. if I was them. to see them, it's like, I would show love. But it's like, would you show love? Hmm. But you can't worry about that. Yeah, you can't worry about that. You have to that's know that you I, would show I mean, love. And yeah, that's all that matters. I would show love. It's just like, it's just weird. But we're grown now. So it's kind of like. People just like you. When I, you got, grow, I got who I need in my corner now. And it's dope. You okay. experience that, that them in that moment, and you know, and that's what and you needed then. And they're different people now. Exactly. Too, you so. know, we grow, we keep growing. It's all love at the end of the day, honestly. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Zeke? Like, what did your, like, your high school friendships look like? Um, I mean, like I said, I keep my love for everybody the same. We could not talk for years, not see each other. My, my, like, high school circle was very unique in the way that we, uh, you know, just like how we, 
navigated through high school itself and, and like the high way school that was we, so long ago it was yeah. so long ago like i almost want to talk about a college me now yeah. <laughs> right, we grown i mean that too i mean i'm talking we, about we, the progression of that you know for that same group of friends though like we always like kept in touch and if like if we didn't like talk all the time we would be good for like coming together at least like a couple times a year that's real though i definitely still have those friends, friends like that you know definitely and it would be like we're still in high school almost, which is like good and bad, but but at the same time, it was like pure. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It was that time that we could all take back to a simpler time and do simple shit that mm-hmm. we used to do. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? This person might have this going on over there. This person got they shit going on over here. You know what I'm saying? Everything is, we've grown as adults, but it'll be like for one night, we get together, get fucked up, play beer pong, uh, you know what I'm saying, shoot the shit. Just be. Exactly, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, like, for the most part, it would feel in those moments, like, you know what I'm saying, don't shit else matter, yeah. I don't even live in the same state as my best friends, like, my real best, well, my one best friend lives here, but, yeah, so we have to have moments like that. We see each other every couple, it just got to the point where, just recently, November, I hadn't seen my best friend since May of 2019. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just been our fa- our relationship had been through FaceTime from then till when we saw each other. Right. That's my best fucking friend. Yeah. <laughs> you Man, know? I got friends from college I miss. Like I used to live next door to one. Of, I moved, actually moved next door to one of my college friends after right. college. Wow. And it was dope because I could look outside my window and look at her crib. I'm like, what you doing, girl? Oh, <laughs> like, you know, and I be texting her to this day. She moved to um, the 804, which is not far at all. Right. Yeah. It's just I be so busy. I just be like, damn! I wish you was still across the way. Like, man, like yeah. it's just cl- it's clutch to have people there for you when you need somebody, man. Especially people that have known you through your faces of you. Yeah, because people change and things change, situations change. So it was dope to it, it's dope to have constant people that are still there because that lets you know that you're solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Because yeah. it's like, have you ever seen somebody who always has different friends around them? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they, they in search of something. They don't know. I don't. That's weird to, to me. I, I mean, I mean, it happens. You though. run across though. You run. I call them click hoppers. You you yeah. run across a lot of those. Like you know, wherever the wave at, wherever they think it's hot, they want to mm-hmm. ride that wave. They want to. Then we got see from like I don't know if if it's like this for men because I feel like women function different. Like okay. at least like kind of growing up, it was like, um, I got close friends, got best friends, you got acquaintances or people you can go out with, and mm-hmm. it's like. People you can go out with, I can't really count on them for a certain favor to confide in, but we can go Oh, with your up. business? Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to vent to somebody. Like, you know, it's different. It is levels yeah. to friendships. I can't talk to you about everything I got going on because you're not going to believe me in one. I can't trust you. Yeah, that makes sense. I got I got one friend that I feel like is going to keep it a buck with me regardless, and that's why I love her so much. And I got a, another friend who'll keep it a buck, but she got a softer tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got I got different friends with different mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. Dope. I got, yeah. I got one friend, but well, my freshman year roommate, we're still cool to this day. So it's like we have that dynamic where it's like I know the real you. Like I seen you come out the shower. I seen you, you know that type of relationship. So I'm definitely always, still tight with my friend. Like I went to VCU, so we had like a suite. So it was like yeah. two, four, yeah, like four to six people to a bathroom type situation. Yeah. Shit is, yeah. So it's like tough. we always keep that dynamic. And we, <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's like I, <laughs> that was tough. Boys, like me with the one bathroom. <laughs> that was tough. <laughs> One bathroom or a community bathroom? No, one bathroom. That's, that's worse. That's why I ain't like, staying on campus. Like, we got a little apartment situation. <laughs> but is that worse than the community? Is that worse than the... Hell all no. The, yeah. A whole floor? Are you kidding shoes? But you don't even... You don't I never, even know I, couldn't, who, I never did that. Look, yeah, we getting off, we getting off way off, but I couldn't do I'm that. Sorry, but you never know. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, that's how our friendships... Like, you know, we always keep that... We always keep it real with each other. We keep it 100 because... Like I, I seen you at in some dark moments, and you see me in some moments when I'm up. So you can be able to, you know, not judge, but you can be able to kind of measure where my head is at a little bit. I, I like as a friends friend. that that keep me accountable. For sure, that's what I like. Mm. Accountability that's important towards adulthood. Mm. Accountability is a motherfucker. Yeah, um, and truthfully, you know, when you can befriend it and and befriend the things embrace that it. Em- embrace the things that. Are are uncomfortable. Face your fears. Face your on. shit. All of it. Face the your fears. Demons, the fears. The lack thereof. All of the above. The good things. Face all your shit. Face your demons and leave them behind. So it sounds like we're about to start talking about identity. 
Mm. Okay. <laughs> Your sense of identity. Okay. Who are you? Yeah. And who are you? Like, do you know who you are or do you allow people to tell you who you are? Find exactly. yourself and be that. Or, like, do you need people to remind you who you are or do you already know? Can't yeah, nobody like, remind you who you are. I think that's oh, they'll like, try to. <laughs> first and foremost, yeah. People, people will, will try to tell, tell you who, they, who you are. Who they want you to be. Mm-hmm. But any, I feel like at the drop of the dime, like, you define yourself. So if you want to go from, you know what I'm saying, A to B. Let me just put it like that. You know what I'm saying? Today you was on A, tomorrow's a B day. Yep. Like that's just who you choose to be. Can't nobody it's else. It's my prerogative. You. Yeah. It's your story. Yeah. I think it's in my and probably in my lighter adulthood, more so towards these moments, like mm-hmm. I figured out who Naya is for Naya. Cause mm-hmm. I think I've lived my life for everybody but Naya for so and fucking that's, long. And that's that's yeah. kinda what helps shape you though, I feel like it's a person. Going through that part. Yeah, yeah you got to go through that through part. Going through the drifts and the waves and the different... Yeah, it would have been nice to have, you know, a different type of guidance along the way to maybe I would have, you know, could have made different decisions. But wh- whatever the case, this is my story. I wrote it. Mm-hmm. It belongs to me. I can tell it however I want. That's I can live it however I want. want. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I get in the habit of, I wrote that down, taking a self-inventory. Like, these key words and using them towards your everyday life and shit like that, it's, it's important to... Help, uh, you know, make it stick, make it real, make it consistent. Okay. So right. taking self in- inventory. Uh, like I told you, I came up in here today. I I've been on go for days. Like I feel like Autopilot. I'm off my rocker. Mm-hmm. Like I'm wired. I just okay. need, I so desperately just need to chill, just yeah. relax, turn off, turn down. That's how I've for been sure. feeling lately. You know, but I had I'm to feeling turned up. Too turned up. It's like I need to take a self in- inventory. Like what does Naya need right now just oh, to, to get grounded again? Because I'm not. You feel me? I like that. Self inventory. I like that. I'll take note of that. Absolutely. For sure. I like that type of thing. You I know? feel like um I feel like at this day and age, um, kinda like on the self identifying vibe, you gotta know your worth mm-hmm. as an individual, man and woman. Beyond just saying that shit. We've yeah. made it a cliche thing to say that. Yeah, for sure. That's real. Understanding your true value. So what a part what part about taking inventory? Because your your worth is really based on what you feel about like. About yourself. Your your inventory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's in that inventory? Just like a shop, like a, a store is only is worth the inventory for real, for mm-hmm. real. For sure. So like how do you like what are you looking for when you take your own What are you looking for and do you have what you're looking for? How do you I think we all even where your mind at, you know, where your mind at. Like my therapist told me I had explained a situation to her where I felt like I had I wasn't being a good friend in that moment. And she was like, well, uh, can I ask you a few questions? And then we get to the root of why you think that about yourself. And when when she asked me all these questions, the root of it was that's how I felt about myself. That's what was going on inside my head. That's how I felt about me in that moment. Like my, you know, what was going on inside of me, I needed to deal with it or something, cause I'm making shit that's not about me about me. You feel me? That's yeah. real, cause we you can, can take that. things personal sometimes, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. cause of your own perspective. And it ain't got shit to do. Ain't with got you. nothing, or just yeah. like when we was talking about. I think the first episode, uh, that Jay Z interview, how you think somebody's staring at you? They're not looking at you at all. But yeah. and whatever you thinking inside your head, you've 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 transferred that energy to that person. Mm. They don't that's see real. you. They don't even see you. Mm. <laughs> You know, so be like, like, damn, can I have my face? So back? where your mind at? Like, you know, that's one. That's are you are you are you investing into your mental wealth? Mm-hmm. You know, we trying to get rich out here in real Please life, but it starts up here. Okay. It's, once again, mentioning those success habits. <laughs> what, yeah, sure. How are you working on you? Mm-hmm. And you know, literally, how are you working on you? What are your daily? What think, are your daily habits mm-hmm. for you? I think mm-hmm. I like to like try to conquer a fear mm-hmm. or something that's always bothering me. Trying mm-hmm. to tackle it. Like tack- isolating it so I can tackle it. Mm-hmm. Tackle it. It takes time, but I think like once you once you really get down to it, like you know where you know where it comes from. Like you know why you feel that way. Mm-hmm. So just like face it head on. You know, it's funny you say that, because we really do be like, we be knowing what's going on inside us, but it's almost like do does it make it that much more real to put it in words? Oh. Does yeah. it take it outside of my head and now, like, this This is a it real does. thing now because, you know? If I speak it, then yeah. But, I mean, sometimes when, when, I write, when I write those things down, it's just a reminder that I remember exactly what it was. But when I speak certain things, like, I don't want... When I say... When, you know, when you say, I don't want, you still attracting it. Mm-hmm. You know, you still attracting it. So, like, being careful with, 
like how I say things or how I get rid of certain energies or how I remove energy. Being intentional. Yeah, I just gotta yeah. be careful how you think. Period. Yeah, for sure. You can. Another thing. My yeah, therapist always say like interrupt mind. your thoughts. Interrupt That's your thoughts. Real, sometimes you can you, do that. Yeah. You gotta think before you speak. Sometimes I catch myself. I sometimes I just speak. Y'all ever just speak and be like, damn. <laughs> Should have thought about that before I said it. I should have never said that shit. <laughs> yep. Because words stick. <laughs> words stick depending on what you say. Depending yeah. on the emotions yeah. they coming from as I well. I feel like that about text messages. You want to know another thing that I have always struggled with as far as like my own self identity is proving myself to people or feeling the need to prove myself to people. Mm. Why do we that's feel like? Because that's so real. I'm why, resonating with that. Why do you feel the need to have to prove yourself to somebody? Especially, well, now we can say social media. So because you got a chip on your shoulder. That could be one thing. I don't like people doubting me. That could be another thing. I do not chip like that. Chip on your shoulder. I would say, like, are you doubting yourself? That, are you thinking, are you thinking that no, somebody like, I, I'm looking is at doubting as, you and you're, yeah, you're externally? Yeah, if, if somebody is doubting me, I feel like they're challenging me. It's mm-hmm. like, try that shit if you want to. Because if you tell me I can't do it, I'm going to try it. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to try and do it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Just because you told me I couldn't do it, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. So are I'm you doing gonna... it for you? And <laughs> with See, that being said, is it about you anymore? Mm. Yeah, that's real. You know? Yep. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, damn, damn. We got, <laughs> we got them FX coming soon. <laughs> you got me. But as far as like, why do we prove ourselves, try to prove ourselves? I think it's cool as long as you're like bringing it back to you. you I, I, I mean? For like, me, yeah. if it's challenging me to be better, I'll say I'm, I'm doing that. it for myself. Because okay. I mean, I, I like don't that. like it if, if somebody challenging me, I feel like I can't see it through, then I'm going to feel like a failure. I had a friend tell me yesterday, uh, that's kind of when I accepted, like, I do like toxic shit. Um, I like toxic men because I guess I was seeing somebody that was, you know, not not feeding my fire. You know, I need a challenge. She's like, what the fuck is a challenge to you? Because to me, like, outside looking in, knowing you, a challenge is toxic. You you just want to, (laughs) you know? I kind of get it, I get that. I really do get that. However, how I interpret it, like... Stimulate my mind, like show me something that's it's whack that's kinda, different it, to me. It, it's kind of whack how I don't know about you, but as as some women we function though because it's like <sighs> it's like damn, like you could really have somebody no wh- whoever you know like yeah. that's gonna do whatever yeah. and they're gonna treat you whatever like yeah, sure. do what they're supposed to do and it's gonna be somebody else gonna make you work for it. You feel me? Uh-huh. But I was saying that to say like yeah, that's what get like. But it's that like, helps you grow. Like I want to be challenged. I do want to be challenged, but I want to be challenged and I want to be respected at the same time. But don't it go back to you, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like you said uh, earlier, don't it go back to you, like helping them still? Yeah, probably. You probably still, it you could. Still, you sticking, a, you sticking around because you know, like maybe you know what I'm saying. I didn't even mean to bring that up to like get to talk about relationships. I was more yeah, so saying sure. like. I think you said something about a challenge mm-hmm. or something like that, right? Yeah. And yeah, like I want a challenge. Okay. That's that's what I feel like that's what forces you to grow. Like something that's yeah. familiar is is comfortable. Okay. <laughs> it's complacent. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want anybody to just feed my ego. Like stroke your ego, like like, like just like a little bit of ego, but detrimental. Like that could be extremely detrimental to whoever you you're trying to be. False? Why are you feeding me lies? Oh, just you're allowing me. Good. You're allowing me to soak in my bullshit. I mean, even your even your friends do that. Even your friends. Absolutely. The one that try to comfort me. And they will stuff. be on your. All right, but you know what I mean. Like they're gonna be all on. <laughs> they're gonna be all on you. Like they're gonna be like, yo, you know, what is about the nails? And you were like, you ain't never asked me about no nails. Oh. Now you want to ask. Mm-hmm. They'll be your friends. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think, you know what, I feel very rebellious at this point in my life, coming back to proving yourself to people. Because I spent a, all of my career just wanting people to fuck with what I'm doing, or fuck mm-hmm. with me, because I know I'm dope. Mm-hmm. And I just want to put this dope shit out there, now. and I want you to fuck with it. Mm-hmm. And a lot comes with that. Or trying to keep, you know, trying to keep relationships solid, and you ain't really treating me how I feel I should, or all these things. You feel me? And it's like I don't care to prove shit to nobody no more. I'm proud I, honestly, to say, fuck you. <laughs> right, I'm proud to say fuck I know myself at this day and age because there was a time when I didn't, and that time is detrimental, man. It's so ever, detrimental. Um, y'all ever seen a co-star app? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. dealing with like a job and stuff. I got pissed <laughs> off because my old coworker used to always be like, whenever a client came in, she'd be like. When's your birthday? What time you wearing? Blah, 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 blah. 
And I used to, I asked my mom if she knew what time I was born, and she couldn't tell me. And I was like, that's why I don't know myself. Pissing me off. <laughs> I was like, bruh, like, you really don't know what time I was born? She's like, do you know what time your son was born? I was like, yes, I do. Two o'clock, 2 p.m. Yeah, but you're spir- is your mother spiritual like you? No. Okay, well, there you have it. That's you want to know bump these things. Bump you probably know when you started dilating. Anyways, I know myself now. I ain't got to worry about her. I know where I'm headed. But do you but, think, but does that play into your, like, like your adulthood? Like how you say, okay, now nah, I feel like at this point, I know, and that's for all of us here, like you know, because I I was the same person. I'm I know, calling my I, mom. You like, know, you know why I know who I am now? Because I don't tolerate the same shit. Y'all not gonna keep fucking with me. And you know what that really, really is is Amen. you. You did a whole lot of unlearning. Y'all not gonna keep trying to yeah. like play me. That's you did a whole lot of unlearning and learning shit that that I resonates with you. I know what I like you. and what I don't mm-hmm. like. I know what I want and I know what I need, and I'm gonna get it. <laughs> and that's it. And as you keep journeying, you gonna discover more shit you need. Yep. Or discover most that you don't like or no longer serve. It's a very you. passionate a journey. <laughs> so passionate because you're intentional now. Yes, yes, definitely was, moving with it. We was on autopilot for a long time. Flow in. You know what I'm saying? Wasting <laughs> time. I like to say that all the time. I like, look it keep back me, and I'm keep like, me here. Damn, what was you doing? But thankfully I learned. What at what age do y'all feel like y'all like figured out like who it is that you wanted to be? Mm. I think my quarter life crisis got me like my gears moving. Like, quarter what do you life, really want? Quarter life crisis. Yeah, it was. It was real. It was real. <laughs> That's real. Okay. It was real. Okay. Okay. It, it's okay. not Mine's as real, but it was age. definitely real. Yeah. Um, but that shit hit me like, all right, like you cannot. First of all, I'm an oldest child, mm-hmm. you know, and my family. I'm the first to go to college. All these things. I put put standards on myself if nobody else does. Like, mm-hmm. you got a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you've done you've done well. However. You got more to do, mm-hmm. and you're capable. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Aren't you? you capable? At what? At what age? Um. Or man, point? I'm not even gonna hold y'all. We in 2021. We in the midst of a pandemic. Um. I want to say that I honestly. This year helped out a lot. Hell yeah. I don't want to like act like, but I'm being completely real with y'all, bro. Like, if, this how could year it not? revealed a lot. And how I could think it, it did that to a lot of people because it tried to break a lot of people down. And you know what? You can't break me, bitch. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. But, oh, no, hold on. Switch your perspective. Was it meant to break you or was it meant to rearrange you? Rearrange me for the better because I can't it meant be broken. To, was it meant my to? My son, too, man. My, I had my son um about almost two years ago. He'll be two in June, June 30th. So oh, that helped. Two days after me. Oh yeah. Okay. Cancer crybabies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't even try to deny yeah, that. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was it, man. I just this past year, I, I say past year, year and a half helped me. Yeah, was doing a lot. that shit again. Whatever. Anyway, this past year was a blessing. <laughs> on top of like, it was a valley experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the words of good mm. sister Anyala Vazant. It was a valley experience. I like that. Yeah. I you really got to change like perspectives, bro. And you mm. can say some negative shit. I'm a shit, valley girl. You know? <laughs> I had to go through the valley. Yeah. You, you, we don't stay at the I peaks. I like that a lot. I think my journey began when I realized I didn't know who I was. So, like. And that shit is real. When you like, yo. <laughs> that, that's, like that, that, that's a breaking point. Have like, y'all watched that movie yet, Soul? No. Watch that I'm movie, gonna check man. It out. That's your homework. Yeah. Shit, it hit right. it hit harder than that. I'm they 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 made that look cute, <laughs> not knowing who you though. are. But I think yeah. definitely, like, even as I'm like, I've been making beats for seven years, mm. and I'm just now starting to internalize the emotions that I'm putting into the computer. So Something now, about this number seven, y'all. internalizing the emotions. You know, I love to hear men say things like that. Well, internalizing the emotions. You got you got to because you got you to let understand, it speak that real. You got to understand why you feel the way you feel. Like I'm not just gonna. I don't know a lot of. Man, we, we tend to think about our dick a lot. So, you know, to be able to take the time out to use your head for a second and then blend it with your heart, it's a little bit of... Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Very um, linear creatures. Very, very <laughs> linear creatures. It's being real. <laughs> Letting go of childish things. But I think that's where I was. Yeah, for sure. Letting go of childish things in childish ways. Yeah, Word. that's a scripture right there. Mm-hmm. When I... I'm not going to mess this scripture up, but, <laughs> you know, when I... When yeah, I was a child, I thought like a child. There you, go. you feel me? <laughs> That's fair. But as a, yeah, for sure. That's fair. Always. And you're allowed that. I'm connecting that. myself shit, different now. You are afforded yeah. all these opportunities to to transform and transmute mm-hmm. and be whoever you want to be when it's over. Yeah. 
And I think if you can just be okay with that and sit with that, you'll mm-hmm. start to realize who you are. Right. I, it's crazy, but to answer the question, like, I feel like, um, for me, it was like 17. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, maybe before even leaving high school, I knew what I didn't want to be. I wish it a, was 17 for me. Yeah. <laughs> what? I wanted to be... 17, I was... I was wilding out. Just graduated. Wilding (laughs) the fuck out. I mean, yeah, I definitely, like, had my fun in, you know what I'm saying? I, It's like I always knew where the the mean was. You know what I'm saying? I always knew what the the line that I wanted to come back to. Mm. Yeah. Which, in that trajectory, where that was at, you know what I'm saying? I just allowed myself to, you know what I'm saying, play on both sides of that line. You had to, Because I knew You seem more mature, though, honestly, because a lot of men, like, Mature slower than women. I was gonna say that to you. That's very because yeah, uh, honestly, when admirable. I asked you how old you were, I thought you was older than that. For real? Yeah. <laughs> I've because I've, I always like kind of um find myself around older people. I'm the oldest too, right. but you know what I'm saying. So coming up as the oldest, you find yourself around your older parents, your older, you know what I'm saying, your older re- uh, older relatives and stuff like that. So like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, my aunts and uncles who were like close to me in age, and even my mom. But still, like, older, you know, we just had that type of experience. And I've always really, like, resonated with older people. Definitely an old soul. Yeah, yeah, I have older clients that I click with. I go out to lunch with my clients. They 50 and up. We at happy or, hour chilling. Or, I'm cool with that, though. I love it. Yeah. We cooling. You get a different type of cool from that. But um, You ever have somebody at work, you just like, damn, damn, Shirley. I, I really got <laughs> that. This, like, one of the teachers I work with, I go in her classroom every day. And she's really my mama's age, but she, that's my homegirl. Yeah. Like, that is homegirl. Yeah. I be feeling like, can I cuss around? Even know. I cuss around my, <laughs> my old head clients and it's so cool. You be we cuss just around Miss Barbara. Miss Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, funny. this is Shirley. Barbara. <laughs> For real. Maybe to my foolishness. Bernadette. 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 Oh, no. Um, wait. All right, all right, all right. So back to bringing it back around. Adulting. Stability. Stability. So, stability. Yeah, that's Financial what stability. What right. kind of stability? All types of stability. Right. That adds to being an adult. So, like I was saying, earlier in life, I just knew I wanted to be financially stable. Like, I had a certain goal, and I was like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is where I want to go. Um, I kind of, like, knew that I wanted to, you know, yeah, I'm going to go to college and do the roommate thing, but I already knew I wanted to have my own spot. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a type of person that, I realized a little bit early I need space. You know what I'm saying? I need you to seem disconnect. very particular. Which is a gift and a curse, but at the same time, like, I accept that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's good to be picky. That's a quality to a person. Like, I know this. Particular think, men are very distinct. I don't think I don't think he's, like, particular. I definitely think he's a very meticulous person. Meticulous? Like, that doesn't, meticulous that doesn't resonate with being particular, particular to you? Nah. Okay, I just so feel like he what, just so moved careful. So what does meticulous mean? He just moved careful. Okay. Like, very keen to details. Okay, okay, okay. Attention. Like I could drop a pen and it's going to land on one of the motherfucking lines on that paper. Not in the space. Do it. How will you, how will we know? <laughs> Where the ink drop? How are we going to gauge this? Where the ink drop? It's going to like, it. it's gonna one, slide off the two, paper. No. Three. It was close, though. <laughs> that was definitely close, though. It was a little close. A little but, bit, a little um, bit. Nah, uh, yeah, being stable, being stable. So, uh, first for me was like financial stability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I just understood, and I think we touched on this last time. But like, uh, knowing and seeing like the how the welfare system affects us is like, well, anybody that's on it, mm-hmm. and realizing the first real like realization was like, um, at the end of the month when that card is getting low. You know what I'm saying? You probably went grocery shopping in the beginning of the month. At the end of the month, when niggas is hungry, and it's because, you know what I'm saying, we waiting on the, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, for sure. I'm like, yo, you this like, is my, that? Yeah, yeah, as soon as I get out, like, this is my mission. I don't want nobody that's around me, nobody that I'm related to, like, having to, you know what I'm saying, live like that. And that's been, like, the major, like, motivating factor for that, um, 
financial stability. The mental stability came a little bit later. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I was about to say, do you, think the fi- do you think the financial, you wanting to be financially stable, you think that played a part in your mental stability? Yo, what's crazy is, this is what played a part in the mental stability. I stuck to a lint when I was in mm, high school. That's real. I'm glad you be bringing this up. Man. So my lint, this is my senior year of high school. You know what I'm saying? We're really like... You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know what senior year was. Yeah, like if you year. we about to go out could, with a bang. Exactly. And I chose for my senior Lent, or for my Lent during senior year was like a, a sexual fast. Okay. I'm talking about nothing. Okay. That's rare. Forty days, forty nights. I don't know what it was, but I stuck to it though. You know what I'm saying? And Lent is what? Like February to like April. This is like the bulk of like the second half of the school year, and I'm just like I put myself on the sidelines. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that dope. Hurt. That is discipline. That's, that's dope. a different no type other. of discipline. That's dope though. It was a different type of discipline at a young age mm-hmm. where I was like, when your hormones are off the fucking rocker, and you told me <laughs> that by yourself. Yeah, a young I'm a, I a young teenage boy. Man, I swear to God. You built it. I t- man, I'm trying to tell y'all. I tell Zeke all the time. <laughs> see, he is different. Yeah, and self control, like for men, is like a major thing. That's important, though. I had but a man tell me. I, be- I bet you that helped you, like now. Like, After that, I think now. that really helped me stay on that trajectory. Like we're always knew, like okay, this stay is going to be my line. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go under underneath this line. You know what I'm saying? I had a man tell me like 30 days of sex, like that, and he made that seem like. That was such a long time to not have sex. For a man mm-hmm. to not, like, no sexual release I, at now, all? That I don't know. That's that what I don't I'm know. talking about. For okay. 40 days and 40 nights, I'm saying no release at all. Yeah. That's different. It's some different type yeah, of shit. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. So what did you do in the meantime? I, I was angry. My mom used to try and tell me to take out the trash. I was still living <laughs> I in her was house. angry. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. I didn't understand, like, how to control myself but I was you know what I'm saying I controlled it but it it kind of like manifested outward in other ways mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because I was like angry I was upset I was like backed up I'm like why am I doing this to myself my senior year of school like I'm I'm choosing not to be out here like wilding what do you and think made you do that I don't know that was like my self motivating like well, I knew what I was also, like, capable of. He said, you bitches were distracting his head. <laughs> Distractions. It is important to know when you Fuck are being distracted. It is important. Is that a part of being that is a part of That is a part of keep. That was a part of boundaries. Okay. That's a part of stability. That's a major that part of stability. That is a major part of stability. I'm glad you brought up Lent, though. That was dope for you to bring up fasting. Thank you. That was a very, because that's a very important part of my adulthood as well. Yeah. yeah. I can honestly say. I've tried. I have, I hadn't <laughs> revisited it until last year when um, Era actually put me on to fasting with the CMOS. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I like started doing that. It was like a three-day fast. And every first of the month, you know, it's nothing but water and CMOS. Oh. And I tried to do the Daniel fast, and I that was hard. That. That's so why that was up. my first fast I ever done. The Daniel fast? Yeah, I did it. I was going to a church at the time, mm-hmm. and the whole church was doing it. And I was like, yo, this thing is vegan as hell. It was liberating, but boy, I want... Mm. I loved it, though, because once I did it, I said, yo, I could do anything. Right. And then I actually started eating like that. I felt better. I didn't want to stop eating like that. That that Honestly, the Daniel fast is what helped me. Like, I could really go vegan Force, so I just choose not so that to. taught you some that taught you some type of focus. It I started discipline, fasting it has constantly, to. Yeah. like not just intermittent fasting, none of that. But after that fast, I started just giving up meat when I felt like I was eating too much of it, giving up cheese when I felt like it was too much cheese, fried food, sugar. I still fast to this day if I feel like I'm doing no matter what it is, not just food. I think that's a part of adulthood. Giving like up some when you're like doing too much. You, like you know you like toast intolerant. Like don't even. Uh, once again, discipline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you able to do what you said you're gonna do? Yeah, ice cream is one of my favorite Continue foods. to do that for sure. And it can manifest in different things too, though. Like just being aware and being controlled. Like we talking about fasting from food, but it, how long did it take? I don't know if anybody had a phase like this, but 
if you was going out too much. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Your at awareness what point of do you realize like, hey, I'm not really making no progress in life, but I'm not focused. I'm going to the club. I'm making sure that I'm out every happy hour, every Friday, Saturday brunch on Sunday, like every time just to be with the wave. But during in that in between time, I'm not like making any real like progress in life, and I'm just addicted to different. It's crazy to see that some people are highs. still doing that, and they're we're like they might be older than you, might be at the same. You think you at the same stage as someone else, and they still just wow. Age <laughs> ain't nothing but a number. But no, <laughs> man, it's not about experience and yeah. how you. And then we also experience. we also have to acknowledge that our definition of stability is individual. That yeah. is definitely it's a fact. Subjective is it completely subjective. <laughs> Because my financial stability and mental stability, I have my own, I guess. Like we was talking about yesterday, uh, you was asking me about the men, the dude in my DM shit, and I was going ham on buddy because... He ain't. We not on the same level at all. And I was just wondering why you felt that, that was you should approach me. Of that was a low budget nigga. What if he was more? <laughs> he mentally... came up there. What? He, what you say? Facebook. What happened with the? Yeah. Don't put him out there. Like, we're not gonna put him out there. All we need to know is that Damn. was a BET movie head ass nigga. But you didn't. But Don't do that thing. tonight again. He could turn that. He could turn that BET movie That's into not a my blockbuster business. hit. That's not. We don't even go to we Blockbuster no more. We don't even use the word "down." Blockbuster hit does not. I mean know it. I was being funny. I was being funny. She said that. Blockbuster no more. Damn. And that's not. That's not Damn. me being uh, egotistical whatsoever. Because I know my worth. I know where okay. I am in my life. I'm the prize. So I'm the fucking. Saying, I'm not gonna say that's that. That's a whole nother episode. Is, so you're saying that's your expectation <laughs> for I, his I, adulthood. Oh God, I hate to use expectations because my relationship with expectations and people is This not, episode is about expectations. Yeah, expectations lead to disappointment. Yeah, you so, can hold yourself to a certain standard, yeah. but I don't expect shit from anybody. Yeah, and man. I'm learning Keep that, not to expect shit from people. But, you know, once again, going back to we not built the same, I think people are, you should... I would think people should have an expectation of me because you know that I'm gonna don't come be at me this with no person. bullshit, man. So let's, let's, let's bring it back to being constructive. What are what are our expectations for ourselves? For because ourselves. again, for I say I just leave with for financial stability. I definitely want to be able to you know what I'm saying pay my rent. Pay the bills that you know. What I'm saying anything Fuck that comes to the I'm house. I'm trying to thrive. I'm trying to thrive. I'm, yeah, you know, yeah, of course. Flourish. Can we go out to eat? Can you afford? Can we do that? And and yes, the motherfucking golden question: What's your credit score? Where we at with that? <laughs> hey y'all, I paid off my credit card today, y'all. You know, ultimately Thank these you. are the. This is what I'm really asking. You know, what type of credit you working with, King? But None. look, but look, you talking King. about none? Facts. None. You talking about can now you go out to eat? Can you cook? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's cook. that's that's my like expectation, but I know everybody can't cook. It's cool because I can cook. Though. That's the that's cool. We do, we do have different expectations, different people. Right. Because if it's like me, I will pay the person that's gonna cook. I could do that. <laughs> you feel me? Man, I want. But that ain't. But that's the I could have a ho- I could have a big cater. I, I was about to say. I expect and? realness. So but that's and? where I'm at. But I'm saying and though. So if that's where you are and that's and. That's cool. But I mean, that's cool that <laughs> you can do that. Yeah, but that's, that's cool that you can do that. But I'm just but saying that But we're talking expectations. So your true. expectation is for me to cook. What if I don't want to do that? I'd rather I pay somebody to do that. That's my honesty. expectation. Okay. I get what you mean on that end. But I'm just, I don't. It's always going to be a catch-22. Always. Because our expectations are not the same. Okay, for sure. That's funny that you brought up cooking, though, because that's a, that's a touchy. I be thinking every woman should know how to cook, but not all women know how to cook. And, for instance, I know somebody. Or all women don't want to cook. They don't want to cook. <laughs> Can and we then, just no, say that? That's friend, okay. Her husband cook for her. She don't have to cook. I he know cook. men that love to cook, and, you she know, that's cook okay, nothing. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, instead of we being extrinsic, let's just talk about, like, what are your expectations for yourself? Do you expect... To cook or cook. I expect to not have to take care of you. So so okay so so I'm just asking. This not is just your mama, nigga. I'm not your mommy. Oh, it's a whole. <laughs> that's song. a whole nother. You know that's a whole nother episode. A whole that's a whole. Guys. <laughs> but look, if they if, ready, to, they if ready you can to go in on the us. meal. Right, if you can afford the meal, but I can cook for you, then we can meet in the middle. But that's that. You know, we can't apply that logic to everything. So how you know the beat? <laughs> we won't do that. <laughs> okay, so there's there's obviously like shit like cooking, maybe like cleanliness, at least cleanliness, for a partner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But 
cooking. Can we talk about is, honesty? Because people lie. Women lie. Men lie. But is that really something that you can control when we're talking about like our own stability? Can't control it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be you gotta be honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before I expect, you expect honesty from honesty. myself. Okay. Exactly. And we not talking relationship, we, we talking Adult, yeah, you gotta yeah, be real with yourself. Yeah. Accountability. Yeah. Okay. Accountability is a major part of stability because if you don't never take into we account, move forward. if you're not yeah. being accountable, I think I just all right. Ex- so look, we could cook, we can clean. Those are basic life skills. Those those are adult skills. Yeah. But uh, we talking uh, finances and stuff. Yeah, I got one more thing for this subject. Just a, it's a fast fact. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get y'all take on this. Um. According to the survey that I found on Investopedia, 46% of millennials surveys say they aren't saving enough money, and 39% say they uh, expect to be forced to work beyond retirement age. How do y'all feel this about that? This is fucking I feel like it's 2021. I feel like it's 2021. Y'all need to Go pick up a book. Uh, Google is readily available. Figure it out. See, that's the thing with people. But like, some people don't want to figure it out. That's, that's, that's what I was about to say. Like, People, some people were back rather to the be book. Sheep. People I don't know how to make life work for them. They just know how to accept what's happening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, you're just a victim, a victim mentality okay. to everything that happens to you, down to the little things some and the big things. People don't want to be okay. a boss. It's but you have like sometimes you need somebody else in your life to help you snap out of that because you could be so deep in those pits you don't even know where to begin. Well, maybe you could be all over the place, and then somebody snaps you into being patient. That's the truth. People have their roles though. I know your role and play it well. Play your position. Yeah. Play your position. I know. I know. Out of bounds. Some, you know, you, you gotta. Stay. I know. For instance, I, one of my clients back in the day, I was talking about opening a, a beauty salon. This, that, there, and she was like, "And I just take so much work." Mm-hmm. She was like, "I don't. Want, I just business. That just takes so much work. Should I rather work for somebody?" I'm like, "You rather work for somebody?" That's cool no. for her. Yeah, that's cool. Some for people, her, you know, me, everybody no, 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 can't no, no, no. be the boss. Yeah, like if everybody's that. the boss, who's working? Yeah, some okay. people, some people are born to be mothers. Some people are born to be worker bees. Mm. Some people are born to be the boss. Some people are born to not, you know, what I'm saying, not do shit. Mm-hmm. You know, just be a good person in this world. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that about myself. I like telling people what to do, and I've liked to tell people what to do from a very young age. Mm. I used to tell my homegirl; she was like my fake sister growing up to organize my binder, and I used to tell her that I was gonna throw her fifty cents, and did she would she would do it. Did you throw her fifty cents? Yeah, I did. Okay, as long but as it's you just like fifty cents. Yeah, cool. but I was just. That's the duty. Put you on duty. I think I just expect myself, like, I expect the day before to be better than today. And and I think I just expect myself to, like, if I drunk too much last night and I I expect myself next time to not turn up that way. Of course, it never turns out that way. That's a step in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? But at least I'm thinking, at least I'm intentional on my actions as far as, like, my expectations for myself. I'm not going to set no big ass, like... I don't know. Like you need to learn how to run a mile. You need to you need to be able to run a mile in a certain amount of time in a certain day. Like I don't put a deadline on on my expectations for myself. I just day by day. If I feel like I'm doing better, make than your I goals did. reachable. Yeah, always progressive. Never always never. moving forward. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's a step in the right direction. Some people don't know where to begin. <laughs> that's yeah. a real. That's real shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Some people don't know how to adapt to change. True. Like, this pandemic has literally ruined their fucking lives. Yo, I've been chilling. <laughs> I've been I've been flourishing. Pandemic. You know? I've been living. You know? <laughs> I've been doing whatever I want to do. So pandemic. You know what I'm saying? I don't think my lifestyle has changed since the pandemic, though. But as a, but me, I, I think did, I understand my shit. responsibilities as an mm-hmm. adult, though, even more. Like, I really zoomed in on it. Like Mine, definitely. I mean, it just makes you face you. This pandemic made you look at yourself. Made you face you. And dig, it made you dig face deep. you. Yeah. I like that. I like, yeah. For real. That's a hundred. Yeah, I think you probably had one of the most like unique experiences out of all of us. You know what I'm saying? Not to take anything away from anybody else, but as like a parent, you know what I'm what saying? What the fuck, y'all? <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say, bro. Like, no, I that? don't even... Like, daycare. Fuck daycare during the pandemic. What? Y'all not gonna get my kid sick? My kid has not been sick, and he's almost two years old. That's, and a, that's blessing. a blessing, bro. I keep him protected. I still try to, like, you know, have him engaged. But mm-hmm. during this pandemic, I was at home. Like, mm-hmm. what? In the, but I can't even hold you. They shut down the salons uh, March 2020. Mm-hmm. Yo, I just was like, 
oh, I can't go to work. Me and my baby staying home. I miss y'all. I love y'all. But we chilling. We was in our onesies chilling. I got to just be, I continue. I was already like somewhat of a stay-at-home mom, like part-time. But when that happened, I was stay-at-home full-time. And honestly, as a mother, that's the best thing you can do at first is like stay home. I be t- with your baby. Yeah. Like I said, I said this to myself after I get married and I have another kid. I'm not, I, well, this past pregnancy, I went to work two weeks after I delivered my baby. And I actually Sheesh. went into labor at work. Wow. I was working my ass yeah. off. Because I'm a fucking worker. But go. I don't even <laughs> advise people to do that shit. It's mm-hmm. like, because it's a lot being a mom. Like, And I advise any woman to let her man know right now that you're going to stay at home and take care of the kids. Not forever now. But in the beginning, you need mental and emotional support. The nigga or the no, the man or the woman? The, I feel like the woman need to stay home. I mean, especially if she's breastfeeding and stuff yeah. like that. It's a, it's a whole lot that okay. comes into motherhood. I like. That. But, I mean, you also got to know who you're with and kind of, like, communicate that, too. Because mm-hmm. it, it goes on you, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's it's not just the man's fault. It's not just your mm-hmm. fault if shit isn't set up the right way. But mm-hmm. as far as parenting goes during this pandemic, it definitely took a lot of adapting because I, well, that's just, it took a, a lot of adapting, period. Just because I'm a worker and I had to realize I can't mm-hmm. work as much, like, and I really can't even right now. I'm buying time right now. My best friend has my kid. Thank you, Jane. <laughs> but it's like it's it's dope because it it kind of forced me to think outside the box. Now that I can't work more, I, this is why I have to get my money working for me because I want to stay home with my kids. So it's like on my days at home, I got to figure out can I make money while I'm at the crib today? Like, do I got money coming in? Like, and I do things. I paint. I do press lines. Like, y'all, y'all can do online surveys. Like, it's, it's no reason to be broke, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you broke, that's on you. Broke is a mindset. But yeah. you mentioned it how like he's with Johnny right now. That's your best friend. She holds it down for holds you. Holding like, it down. This is God, mom. They love that me. speaks to how it it takes a village. Definitely. You know, it Definitely. takes a village. To both do this. my best friend, Malia, Malia, be watching my kid. Both my best friends help me out so much, and mm-hmm. it's. That's why I cherish my... A lot of friends can't say that their friends are really going to come through like that. And I can call them and be like, yo, as long as I communicate properly, they are really there for me. That's family. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I can't do that with everybody. Mm-hmm. I really can't. I appreciate my mom, of course, too. My mom will feel bad if I left her out because mm-hmm. that's grandma. But yeah, <laughs> everybody who helped me out, I appreciate it all. I really do. Um, being a parent, we don't just have to talk about like having babies and stuff. I guess like... I, guess I know we like, had mentioned like how we end up kind of raising each other in our friendships and yeah, whatnot, or the, yeah, your close like, relationship. We end up raising each other, parenting yeah. each other. That too, or, know? or just how my parents raised me. I I appreciate the way my parents raised me. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't lie. About even that. even the bullshit. Yeah. My even mom bullshit. was not perfect. It was hard to take those moments to realize like my mother is also a human being. She's not this superwoman mother, you know, oh, yeah. with an so, S on her you chest. Know what somebody said it was like, you have to realize that your parents had a life before you. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, that's true, huh? My mom was 20 what years was old doing? when she had me, a, a was, child. Yo, my yeah. mom was 40. Mm. Okay. I was late as hell. Okay. <laughs> my mom was 40. Yeah, that's my wild. mom was definitely like in probably like 30s. So she was well prepared. Yeah, my brothers are like 12 years old. She was not prepared. I was oh. a surprise. Oh, surprise. okay. But I mean, she had the experience. Whereas my mama was, a, a, she was nineteen, just got out of high school. She don't know what she's doing. Yeah, you know, that's I'm winging it with her. That's rough. I, I'm what? I'm 27. I got pregnant at 25, and I was losing my shit. If I had a, if I got pregnant in high school, you know, I don't know what the. It's what children the, raising children. You know, bro. I don't. I look at people now, like even college. I look at my homegirl. I had a baby in college, and I look at her with so much more respect now that I'm a mother. I'm like. I texted her probably six months after I had my kid. I was like, yo, how did you do this? Mm-hmm. In college? Mm-hmm. How did you manage and to... stay in college? Yeah, and mm-hmm. you had your own crib, and you was doing it by yourself. I have help. Thank God I have help. Like, I'm so thankful. Like, But it's it's a lot, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely a lot. And we got to show love on Mother's Day, show love on Father's Day. Shout out Real Dads Matter. We Shout out to the dads who allow oh, men to feel that... They are needed in yes, these in these we lights. We need y'all dads, man. We, dads are so important. God, uh, they need it. Dads yeah. are very so, important. Just to say that, because you know, y'all y'all be feeling like it's men versus women all the time. No, I, I real dads definitely matter. I definitely real men, you just always, father yeah. figures. Always Fit, father, stepdads matter. That, yeah, granddads, all that. My pe- my dad is a people great that stick around granddad, and like, be there. Wow. Yep. People that just want to raise the next generation to do yeah. the right and pour thing. into them. That's one hundred percent why I went into being a teacher. 
Mm-hmm. I said that's 100% why I went into being a teacher. Mm-hmm. I want to know that I did what I could to pour into the next generation. That's yeah. beautiful. I, I got to stuff. Oh, go ahead. Go I ahead. always talk to my older brother about like uh, leaving a legacy mm-hmm. because we're the... Uh, where my dad's uh, sons were like, you know, out of a lot of women in the family, like we're like the only guys. Aww. So it's like we're carrying like the last name. Yeah, we're carrying the last name on our back. So it's like we always talk about And he has two daughters. So it's like, you know, he calls me on the phone. And he want to see how I'm doing mentally. He want to do a mental checkup. But in the background, all you hear is daddy, daddy, daddy. They like, mm-hmm. they blowing, the, you know, his mind is going crazy. Aww. But, you know, he always makes sure that he, he knows what he's doing it for, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, he does like, you know, investing and, you know, things like that. You know, he's going to be retired soon, but he's definitely, he's definitely on the thing of making sure that the next generation has because he remembers how he came up. Mm. And he doesn't want it to be, even That's if it real. wasn't, because we didn't come up that bad. We didn't come up that bad. But, you know, even if it's one minor thing that we could change, mm-hmm. you know, so. That's real. Well, I got a statistic for y'all. Um, Swag. According to Newsweek.com, when it comes to, and this is actually, this is pretty pretty cool. When it comes to black dads specifically, most, in fact, live with their children. A CDC study found that about 2.5 million black fathers were living with their children and about 1.7 million were officially living apart from them. So, you need, that being said, you need that shout structure. out to real dads. Yeah, hell yeah. You need that order, that structure, that foundation. Yep. All day love long. y'all. And of course, the mothers. We love everybody. I love my Equal mama. Equal sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mothers know. are extended mothers, Family are extended important. fathers. Yeah, yeah, always for sure. I just like to see people put like again, like, just like good energy into the next generation. generation. Man, it's important. Yeah, coming up, I didn't really understand that. Like, I always like stayed in my grade and shit. Me like, too. You know for a while, saying? at least it took a minute for me to fuck with people like peers that mm-hmm. was really older and even younger. Cause I was like, well, I just didn't know. Especially y'all. being the older sibling, I too. always like the. Yeah. I always like to look at the older kids, like. I like I like the, I don't know I just like to run with the older kids. Yeah, I feel like you pick up. I felt more. older. Yeah. 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 When I went to boys and girls club, I used, that's when I kind of started hanging out with older people. Mm, uh, okay. Like it was that feeling of you know I'm the the preteen, and they like me enough to want to be my friend. You know what so it did? Maybe I'm mature. Yeah. Like my mom, she worked at Norfolk State mm. or whatever, and she had been working there for 26 years. I grew up there. Like she used to always have me there whenever I worked. So I legit was at work with these college kids, and I was like 10. And I was folding papers and stapling shit. Like, I had a badge. So I was, like, always around older people. (laughs) So I guess I was just used to it. OGs and mentors. Yes. However however extent that that goes. So do you think, like, the experience of adulthood is being a mentor or OG to somebody else and helping them? On their journey as well, or do you think it's just and you think it's just internal thing? I think that's what makes it more gratifying. Being a giver, like giving back to people, yeah, you know, being a part of humanity, that's a joyous thing. Like, and that Mm. how can that's a happy, you know, those are happy feelings. So, yeah, yeah, you ever heard of you remember the Giving Tree, right? Mm -hmm. So, at what point do you realize I'm lying? I don't. (laughs) Okay, well, that all right. So next time we come back in here, we're gonna talk about the Giving Tree. All right, 24 karat gem. I think it's called Giving Tree. Oh, I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said 24 karat gem. (laughs) (laughs) Societal societal pressures and expectations about what you should have, or even, you know, parental expectations of what you should have, what you should do, and understanding that it's your life. You have to be happy and fulfilled with what you're doing, and understanding what it is that you want, what, what it is you don't want. Sometimes that means getting rid of certain people in your life, changing your pursuits, changing your perspective on what's important and what's not, and being able to push that pressure out more and more. Because the pressure doesn't get easier. Like, the pressure doesn't change, it get lighter. You just get stronger. You just develop the ability to be able to push that thing out more and more. So just know that everyone has that pressure. Everybody. The people that you look at and you think that they have everything figured out because they have the house and they have the job and they have their relationships and it looks beautiful from the outside, just know that they're in their own little bubble trying to push against that, that barrier. And they have challenges that you'll never know about. Everybody, everybody's going through it. No one has it figured out. Not your parents, not your college professor, not that celebrity on TV that you think that has it all, not the employer that's evaluating you, 
on your education and your experiences, nobody's got it figured all out. Everyone's dealing with challenges and you should be proud and happy for how far you've come. Despite all those challenges, despite all those obstacles, despite all those surprises from our misunderstanding about what life truly was. As a child and as an adolescent, there's, there's no way, as a teenager, there's no way for us to prepare for adulthood. And just remember that you never will be completely prepared. We're constantly adjusting, but we're, we're never adjusted. You can figure that shit out, right? In a sense. Yeah, pretty much. In the midst of chaos, you can figure it out. In the midst of the chaos, you can figure it out. I think we spend a lot of time um, trying to get to the next point in our adult lives, trying to make sure we have it together. And you should just, you know. Live in the present. Be like Wata, my friend. You know? Perfection is accepting imperfection. Yeah. You know? Sheesh. One of my clients, he came to me, and this was like a couple of days ago. He came to me, and he was, uh, he's part, he's half Liberian. And he hit me with a, a Liberian quote, and he was like, you know, blue water has death. Mm. Mm. And I was Damn. like. I've heard this before, I feel. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I was like, what does that even mean, bro? Like, of course, you know, it's water. Like, you know, but he was like, you know, as the deeper you go out into the water, the the more, you know, the more depth this has, you know, and mm -hmm. the more bluer it is, you know. Mm -hmm. So you as a person has to have, like, have to have depth. In order to be able to tread through some that was a real African proverb. And I think I said this earlier, like, mm -hmm. if you could just sit with that, where you are in your journey right now, and know that, you know, if you have your best intentions for yourself, you're going to continue to go in the best direction at that time. Yeah. And if that's not the best direction, you're going to navigate through it and find the best direction. So just keep flowing, you know what I'm saying? But be okay with that. That's the part, you be know? Be like water. Be like water, my friend. Word to Dory, just keep swimming. My favorite movie. I ain't even getting to it. <laughs> Be like Wata, my friend. Word. I enjoyed y'all this evening. Yes. We enjoyed was very nice each person. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> True and Deep Podcast. True and Deep Podcast. Indeed. All right, guys. Peace, peace and light. Man, they get a countdown day, boy. Yeah. It's a little, y'all stayed like 15 minutes last time.